Welcome to the Resilience Rising podcast with me, your host, Jen Scottney. With the help of my guests, we will be getting curious about what resilience is, how we develop it, and the times we've used it. This podcast is here to explore all things resilience. Today, I'm talking to Jordan Vega. Jordan started his Set the Bar project at the start of 2023, and it has already earned him two world records for pull-ups. It's not just about the pull-ups and records, though. It's about setting the bar for mental health awareness. He's a full-time accountant, taekwondo champ, and all-round go-getter, and Jordan's daily grind of over a thousand pull-ups is a shout out to everyone to chase their dreams. He's come to talk about resilience and how his own struggles with his mental health led to this record-breaking project. Welcome to the podcast, Jordan. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. That was an awesome intro. And I'm super excited <laughs> to, to, to be a part of the podcast. Uh, I'm fascinated to talk to you and see what you've been doing and why you've been doing it as well. Whereabouts are we talking to you from? Yeah, so right right now I'm located in Carlsbad, San Diego. Uh, so luckily I live right by the beach and uh, uh, I have the beautiful California weather. And um, yeah, I love it down here. So can't complain at all. <laughs> but you're actually in a gym. So tell me, tell me what you're doing in a gym and yeah about your crazy project so good question so last year around this time uh this room was actually my living room uh, so i had a sofa i had a tv i had like a gaming system in here all my friends would come over um but yeah last year around this time i decided that i needed to make a change in my life so i actually tore my room apart, put a pull-up bar in here, put some gym mats down, and now my living room is my my home gym <laughs> where okay. I do my daily workouts every day. And you're doing more than just the average person workout. I mean, I do a little bit of yoga in my living room and have <laughs> like a few weights, but tell me what exactly you're doing. So... Since the start of the year, so on January 1st, um, I actually decided to take on a fitness challenge that no one has ever done before. And um, I realized since I am pretty decent, I was pretty decent at pull-ups, uh, I wanted to take on a pull-up fitness challenge. And uh, every day since January 1st, of 2023, I've been doing over a thousand pull-ups a day for, I guess, 220 days straight now. <laughs> so um, yeah, actually in January, I set my first world record for most pull-ups completed in one month time frame. And uh, a little over a month ago, I set my second world record, which is right here for most pull-ups completed in six months, 180 days. And uh, now I'm continuing the journey, trying to go in the, the entire distance for the, the whole year to, to set my third world record. But like you mentioned in the introduction, I'm not really doing this for a certificate or a world record. Um, I wanted this project to have a purpose and more meaning than just 
trying to go for a world record. Um, I'm doing this to raise awareness for mental health and mental illness, just because that was something that I struggled with last year. And I honestly, I know I noticed the only thing that really helped me on a day-to-day basis was just working out and um, just uh, pushing my body to different limits. And I realized just doing that over, over time, I felt more confident. I felt happier with myself. And I also started seeing um, my progress start to roll over into other people's lives and which motivated them to work out, get into better shape. And I realized that my actions have a direct impact on some of the people that I, I really love. And I, I realized that I could do something with this. I could take it to the next level. And uh, that's kind of what I've been doing for the past 220 days. Oh, my God. How long does it take you to do a thousand pull-ups a day? So good question. I get that question a lot. But <laughs> I mean, it, for me, yeah. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it took me a day to try and do like five, but... It really depends on how much sleep I've got the previous day uh, because sleep is the most important part of my recovery process. So if I don't get enough sleep, uh, I could be dragging through my workouts and it could take me around three hours. But if I get seven hours of sleep, um, I can knock it out in two hours, which is pretty nice. (laughs) And just going back to, you said that, about the struggles that you'd had with your mental health? Like what was your life looking like during that period? So it really wasn't just uh, like one, one thing that happened. It was kind of a culminations of things uh, coming in on me at once. Uh, for example, I was not happy with my, my work or my, my day job. I wasn't happy with my relationships, uh, I, I was out of shape. I was 50 pounds heavier than I am right now. Um, and I wasn't confident. I wasn't confident and I pretty much was waking up every day for months, just kind of feeling sorry for myself. And, um, at that point in my life, when I was at a low, I, really just wanted to do anything that I could to try to become a better version of myself. And at that point in, in my life, I know a lot of people might feel that way, but when you're at a low, you don't really know what to do. You feel like um, life is just coming in at you and you you don't really know how to handle that. So what I did, it was just, I just told myself, Every day, let's just become a little bit better, um, just one percent better at st- like whatever I'm trying to do, working out, becoming a better um, brother or child, or yeah, um, whatever it is, just become a little bit better. And I just made little goals for myself, and I would not let myself miss one day. Uh, take any days off. And for months, I just kept doing that and doing that. And um, it started to just culminate into something special. And I realized that 
I do have an opportunity to take a challenge on like this that no one's ever done before. Let's see what happens. I'm going to bet on myself. Um, don't really know where it's going to go, but I, at that point in my life, I was just willing to, to make a change and make a leap. And um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where we are, where we are. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, ex- escalated from that point. But I, I can just imagine like when I've been feeling completely at those, well, in those states that you described, I kind of, I know I should work out and I know I'll feel better for getting outside, but sometimes it really is just that first little step, like just even getting changed into workout clothes or something like yeah. that. Like, how did you assume that you've had a few days like that or quite a lot of time like that like how do you switch from that it being in that state and then getting out of the door or getting into your gym yeah um that's a great question so I've really had to learn and master how to work out or push my body when I don't feel like doing it um because to be honest, there's probably 95% of the days where I wake up and I, I really don't want to do any pull-ups at all. It's like the last thing I'm thinking about. Um, just because doing my workouts is very monotonous. Uh, it's very boring and it's doing the same motion over and over and over again for a thousand times. So there's not too many things that could make the, the workout very exciting. So I really have to trick my mind um, to get up every day and do these workouts. Um, and it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. But one thing that drives me the most is, one, I know that I'm directly impacting people's lives. And people are seeing my daily workouts, my daily videos. And it's encouraging them. And that's the main reason why I started this project, because I just wanted to make an impact on people's lives in 2023. So when I really don't feel like doing pull-ups, I just think back, man, like, look what this person told me yesterday. Like, um, they're, they're encouraged to get up off the couch and just go to the gym because they're, they're seeing my pull-ups. And I keep getting little messages like that, little comments. And to be honest, those, those messages do keep me going and do like help me keep the streak alive every day. And um, on top of that, uh, one of my biggest motivators is I feel like I have a chance at becoming the best at pull-ups um, ever in history. So I I do, uh, when I don't feel like working out some days, I just realize, like, look at the greats. Look at Kobe Bryant. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at all these great athletes who spent multiple hours in the gym when no one else was working. But look at the legacy they, they left for themselves. So... I always try to remind myself if I do want to become the best at 
this exercise, then I do have to put the time in and, uh, and work. Um, even if there's like a 10% chance or a 5% chance that I could break all these records, I still think there's a chance. And I still think that if I keep moving, if I keep pushing, then I might just be one step closer to my goal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm a running coach and I think we trick ourselves that everybody that is successful is highly motivated all of the time. And there's definitely a difference between motivation and discipline, isn't there? And discipline is the what gets you out day after day, even if you're not really feeling like it. I'm going to be honest. So this was my first world record. Sure. So most pull-ups completed in a 30-day time frame. And what, how many was that? Can you remember? 31,125 in 30 days. I've actually unofficially broke that five months in a row. Yeah, we need more certificates. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I bring that up is because uh, that was the first month of my project. Motivation got me through those first 30 days. Um, But after that 30-day time frame, I don't really feel like waking up at 6 a.m., complete my workouts anymore. I don't really feel like going to do a going to the gym and do a thousand pull-ups every day. The motivation totally diminishes after a while and you have to figure out a way to be resilient, push through, uh, remind yourself what your goals are and why you started. And uh, honestly, just take it a day, day at a time. A lot of a lot of days when I wake up, I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through this workout today, but let's get through it today. Let's get some rest, and then we could reboot tomorrow and see how we feel. And uh, that's kind of my mindset: just take it a day at a time. Try to win the day and go one and zero. Oh. And uh, if you keep doing that every day, you'll get a lot of wins over over the years so <laughs> that's kind of my mindset yeah and what what have the wins been so as you've been doing this challenge and spending so long doing pull-ups like what other areas of your life do you think it's had an impact in one um definitely my mental toughness and my mental tenacity because um a lot of people think that this challenge would be very physical on my body and I'm, because I'm putting my body through a lot of wear and tear. Um, but now this far into my journey, my body's kind of gotten used to that. And now it's just, okay, I got to put my mind in a place where I know I could, I could grind this out. I could get through the day and uh, continue the streak. So it's really it's really built my mental confidence. Um, just sticking to the plan, sticking to my daily goals, accomplishing my daily goals, and um, just taking the journey a day at a time. I feel like last year I was not confident. I did not have any daily goals, and I was just kind of going through the motions in life. And now I wake up with my daily goals. I try to attack them, go after them and 
win the day. And I've just noticed that doing that every day and having daily goals and trying to just stick to your daily goals over time, you'll start to see these things add up and you'll start to see your confidence going up. You'll start to be a lot more happier with yourself and you'll be proud of yourself too. And and what does the typical day look like for you now if you're spending hours working out plus with a full-time job? I mean, that's quite a lot of commitment. Like how do you look after your, what does your day look like? But then how do you look after yourself and make sure that you don't burn out? Good question. So um, yeah, my daily, my daily uh, routine is I wake up, uh, tend to my work emails and then um, pretty much work for uh, seven, eight hours straight. If uh, I don't have a busy work day, it's really nice because I could uh, knock out some pull-ups during my lunch. So if I have a good hour during lunch, I could just uh, maybe get 500 in. Uh, <laughs> have you not worked if, out like how to do it at your desk yet? <laughs> if it's a good day, uh, but if I have a busy work day, I have to do my workout uh, immediately after work. Um, and then I pretty much eat dinner get some sleep and, and do that again. But um, in terms of burning out, I have burnt out multiple times. I feel like I've hit many walls um, throughout this journey. But the thing is, when I hit a certain wall, I, I always ask myself, is today the day that you want to break the streak or end what you have going. And I always, I always stay grounded and think back to myself why I started this journey. And I always told myself at the beginning, imagine how you would feel if you actually completed this. And I, I always hold that very close to me and remember how I felt before I started the journey and I've hit many, many hurdles. I've been burnt out many different times, but if you have a goal that's really important to you, then you'll figure out a way to overcome that obstacle and get the job done. But it's really, it's really up to you. You have to, you have to ask yourself like why you, why you're doing this, why are you starting this? And uh, sometimes you have to adjust, adapt and overcome and whatever's thrown at you, you got to take the punches and kind of go, go with it. But you always just have to remind yourself why you're doing this and why it's important to you. I feel like I wanted to get an idea of exactly what, what it was you were doing and why before I started grilling you on what, what resilience is. But what you've just said there, those qualities, they seem to me like that's getting to what resilience is. Um, is that how you would describe resilience? Well, yeah, I think resilience is having a goal having a, yeah, having a goal, doing, working every day towards that goal and um, realize that 
there will be obstacles that come and try to deflect you from your, the course or move you off course. But resilience, in my mind, is taking those obstacles, um, know that they're going to come, and then adapt and overcome. So with, with goals, everyone's going to have these challenges. Everyone's going to have their different struggles. Everyone has struggles, you know? It's just you have to realize that you are going to have these struggles. What are you going to do when those struggles happen? And now that you know that this is going to happen, how do you make sure it doesn't happen again so you can keep pushing forward? So I, I look at obstacles as kind of like, to me, I, I know people could think of obstacles as hardships and something very tough, but I kind of look at them as little gifts, little prizes that you could learn from because I've grown from every obstacle that has come in my way during my journey. I have learned something from it. And uh, I last year, I don't think I was mature enough to realize that these different obstacles that come in your life, they could be one of your biggest gifts and one of the biggest things that, that has been presented to you. And you could either choose to look, look at it like that or choose to go the other way um, and feel like sorry for yourself. But I really look at these obstacles as little gifts I know at the moment it's kind of hard to realize that it, it is a gift, but if you really zoom out and think about it, the way that you could learn from the the obstacle is what what I do is I just try to smile, realize that this is happening, and then take it in. And then I always just say, we got to adapt and overcome. So always just try to adjust and get through it. <laughs> what are the sort of obstacles that you have come up against in the last like year or so? Um, for, yeah, so, <clears throat> so I guess one of the biggest physical obstacles is I've had tendonitis in my elbow because I do a lot of pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I know yeah, the reason yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when i when i do pull-ups there's a lot of tension on my my elbow my yeah. ligament right here so i'm pretty sure i've had a minor case of tendon tendonitis for the past eight nine months um and it has varied in where i've in in extreme pain and can't really do one pull up the next morning. So um, when I wake up and my my elbows are on fire, my mind kind of goes everywhere. And I don't, I think like, how am I going to do this? How am I, how am I going to push through this? Like, I can't do one pull up like this morning, like, what are we going to do? So 
There's been many cases like that where I've woken up and I'm so sore that I can't do a pull the next day. But in cases like that, I really just have to calm my mind down, get away from the pull-up bar, and really just get my mind off pull-ups, get some rest, and come back and try it again. And usually, usually my mind will figure out a way to push through the pain and get the workout done. I know I'm probably not the smartest because I'm pushing through. Um, but I guess injuries, like but... you've got a time limit. So um, you've said that you're going to do this for a year. Or do you see yourself carrying on? Or is this very much just a year challenge? Yeah, so I definitely want to go the distance and finish the entire year, mm -hmm. um, 2023. Uh, my goal is to do over a thousand pull-ups a day for full, for the entire year. So I got 143 more days, but <laughs> I try not to count them. No, no, one day <laughs> at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but after after the uh, the entire year in 2024, my goal is to go after the 24-hour Guinness pull-up record. So that is like the peak of pull-ups. Um, so how like many do you have to do in 24 hours? So currently, uh, the the goal is eight thousand and eight pull ups in twenty four hours. Wow! And uh, yeah, there there are a lot of competitors uh, right now that are training to go after it. But I think I I might be in a good position in twenty twenty four to go. After could go that. either way, or you could just be totally broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so it is just that year challenge so I mean as a running coach obviously I wouldn't be telling people to push through pain and um, ignore tendonitis but it's a it's got a limit hasn't it it's just for the next hundred and whatever days yeah exactly I mean have there been times when you really thought that this was going to end it the, the injury and um, like how do you think you would cope if you did have to end the challenge I'm speaking as somebody who can't run anymore because of knee surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, there, there wasn't one day of the journey where I thought that I wasn't going to complete it. Um, it. There has been times where it's been around 10 p.m. at night and – I haven't even started my workout and I have two hours to figure out a way to do a thousand pull-ups, but I don't know what comes over me, but when it's time to get it done and focus, I go into a different mode and my body just won't, my mind won't let me quit. And I don't know what it is, but there's been many days where I just put my headphones in and I just go. And by the time I know it, I look up, I'm at a thousand pull-ups and then I'm done. I'm like, how, like, how is this happening? I don't know how I did that, but I ended up finishing it. And um, I've done that so many different times where I wake up 
I think, how am I going to get it done? But when it's time to actually start and do the pull-ups and when I literally give myself no time to, to rest, which just go time. Um, yeah. Something comes over me. I get into a good zone and I'm able to figure out a way to get it done. Um, I told myself at the beginning, if I could do one pull-up in a day, then I'll figure out a way to do a thousand pull-ups. And that's been my mindset every single day is as long as I could do one, I could do a thousand. And I just continue to have that mentality. It's probably not the best mentality in terms of like my health and fitness, but uh, I'm pushing the limits of the human body. And I kind of want to see, I know I could complete this journey. So I, I, I just want to really go the distance for the whole year. Cause I really think there's power in going the entire distance and setting a goal for yourself and completing that goal. Um, and tell so, me, you mentioned about some of the people that have been following along. Are you, um, documenting like every pull up of the challenge and and what does that look like? Are you streaming it? Yeah, so every workout that I do, every repetition um, that I count, it is live streamed and on YouTube every single day. So in order for it to be an official world record, I need to have every pull up documented time stamped and recorded to the exact minute pretty much. So I have my own logbook with every single video link, every single pull-up repetition, time time stamped to the exact minute. And uh, when I complete my challenge, what I go ahead and do is send in my logbook and all my information to the 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 world record um, company and then they'll go ahead and review it, audit it, and like go ahead and certify it if I complete all their certifications. And has that actually been a source of motivation, having the kind of people, I suppose you're being accountable to people, and I guess that might help when we've been talking about those times when motivation and perhaps (laughs) enthusiasm for the workouts is low. But I guess you set this and you've got people watching and probably waiting to see if you're going to get them done yeah so yeah there there's days where I wake up and I check my phone and I get I have a whole bunch of messages like hey like when's the live stream going to start <laughs> like we're like I totally want to watch you today and then I look at the messages and I'm like okay like I guess it's time to go now let's <laughs> let's put our shoes on and start some pull-ups but yeah, to be honest, um, recording myself and just forcing myself to be on camera every day is a definitely a huge motivation um, just because I know people are watching me. I know they're viewing my videos. Um, and I, I could look back at my feed and see like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of just moping around, just going through the motions. And I look at that. I'm like, okay, I need to step it up. Like, let's pick it up now. Like, you know what, like you're, let's get into a good groove. Let's be a good motivation to these people and 
show them that what you could do and continue continue to inspire them. So yeah, I didn't I didn't really think at the start of the journey that a lot of people would be interested in watching my hour long work. <laughs> yeah, because I only see them on Instagram. So it's like <laughs> only a minute there. So it doesn't actually seem that extreme, but I'd forgotten how long that I'd be watching <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I don't even like watching them. It's very boring and very monotonous. Uh, and it's very difficult to kind of make the, the workouts like exciting and entertaining. <laughs> but um, yeah, just forcing myself to record myself and be on camera and know that my viewers could know what my goal is. That I'm trying to reach a thousand. It's pretty motivating to just uh, push through and kind of just continue until I reach my goal. How um yeah. I'm like how much did you publicize it as you were starting? So I'm always quite interested in that whether we should share our goals or not because there's definitely some research that's more well if you share your goal you get this kind of release of dopamine and you sort of lack motivation because you've said it and actually we should keep goals to ourselves and work towards them and I just wondered what you found to be the most helpful for you is it that you shout about it and then you have to do it or is it that you just keep quiet and plug away that's a good question um I personally um before I started this challenge I like to just have my goal and just work on it quietly and kind of just slowly just keep chipping away at it um, at my own pace. But this year, um, yeah, so in 2022, I deleted all my social media for about three, four months um, at the end of the year, just because I was very distracted. I didn't like what social media was doing to me. And um, I didn't like the way I felt when I open up my phone and just be scrolling aimlessly for, for no reason. It wasn't productive and it wasn't doing me any good. So I deleted my social media, um, from August, September, October, November, and then I reactivated it in December. And then I came out with a video towards the end of the year saying that publishing my goals that I'm going to try to set a world record, uh, three world records in the year. And I pretty much set it to the entire world. And I made a video. It got, yeah, it did a lot better than I thought. And it got multiple thousand views. I'm like, oh man, like I'm really in it now. Like, I don't know. I Like you said, I don't know if it was the best decision to like tell the world all my goals. And uh and uh see where it went like see where it could go because i didn't know if i would get injured i didn't know if i could do a thousand pull-ups a day i didn't at that point i didn't even think it that would be reasonable um so yeah i publicized my goals to the world and after i did that i believed it helped me tremendously because i knew once I said it, there's no going back and I'm going to do everything in my willpower to 
do what I can to complete these goals. So it actually motivated even motivated me even more because once I said it, I officially signed a contract with myself and I told myself at that point that I'm going to do everything in my willpower to achieve those goals. So I ended up, I think it helped me mm. a lot, but I don't recommend it for people because it, it does put a, a lot of extra burden on yourself and a lot of extra pressure, but that pressure could be used in a good way. It, it really just depends. Yeah, I think it it does, doesn't it? I can think of some things where it might be quite helpful even for me to say what I'm going to do out loud and some things I just keep quiet and <laughs> plug away at them without. <laughs> and then also it takes the pressure off, doesn't it? But um, also you've not had just your um, saying that you're going to do it as motivation. You also, I think you've been engaging with like a mental health charity and I just wondered how it was through this challenge that you were raising awareness for mental health. Yeah, so... The reason why I'm doing this project is to raise awareness for mental health. Uh, luckily, at the start of my journey, I was able to uh, collaborate with a one of the biggest nonprofit organizations organ, uh, directly around mental health. Uh, in I think it's in the U.S., but the company is called NAMI, National Alliance of Mental Illness, and um, yeah, I'm working close with NAMI San Diego, which is very close to where I live. And what they do is they take all of their donations and proceeds and they take the money and directly help the people that are in need at the moment right now. So I really liked that. I really liked that because when I needed help or when I was at my low I really wish I could have used help at that moment. And that's what NAMI is doing. They're helping people that need help now and like need help at this time. And uh, yeah, when I was feeling it and going through it, I wish I had help when I needed it. And that's why I'm doing it because I know all the money that I raise will be donated to a good cause and just making an impact on people who need need help now. And do you feel in a completely different place in terms of your mental health to where you were that time before when you were describing it? And I just wondered what it was that's really helped you if if it is different. So yeah, uh, my mental health Compared to where I was last year, uh, I'm just totally in a better place. Last year, man, a, it was really rough for me. Um, I I hated waking up every day and moping around and feeling sorry for myself and just in that rut. And um, at that point... I wanted to do anything to change. And I know a lot of people think that like, like how is he happier now when he's like torturing himself in, in the gym for two, three hours a day. But I, 
I have a goal that I want to accomplish and I'm working towards that goal every day. And I believe that if I keep this up, I stay healthy, I don't injure myself, that I do have a chance to break the Guinness 24-hour pull-up record. And, and if I could do that, then I really think that all this time in the gym will be worth it. And knowing that, it just makes me happier because I know that I'm pushing to become the best version of myself. And just knowing that, just getting a little bit better every day, con- having a little, having continued progress towards my goals, that keeps me happy. Um, like as a kid, I've always tried to strive to be the best at, at what I do, whether it was in sports, baseball, Taekwondo. Oh yeah. Um, you mentioned that. I love Taekwondo. I did. I was in Taekwondo for 14 years as a child and I won all these tournaments and I loved the fact that I could strive to be the best at something. And I really feel like I'm the happiest when I'm striving to be the best at whatever I'm doing. Um, that's what motivates me. And that, that, what, that is what keeps me going. And um, yeah, overall, just having that goal and working towards that goal every day, it's, it's pushed myself to a great place. And uh, I'm just happy. Overall, I'm just happier. And my parents could see it. My family could see it. And um, they realize that I'm torturing myself every day. But at the end, he, he comes out with a smile on his face. And, and uh, they realize that I'm happier as well, just because I'm working towards something. Yeah, and they've been quite well, very physical goals that you've picked. And I'm just, I'm quite interested because on the podcast, I speak to people who've swum ice miles and done ultra marathons and like real endurance events and physical challenges. And it's really, I'm interested in how pushing yourself physically can then translate into other areas of your life. I mean, it seems like you feel like these challenges, they're going to be life-changing in terms of your mindset for outside of physical challenges and I, I just wondered if yeah that was true and and how relevant you think it is for the physical challenges that we set ourselves to how they impact our other areas of our life yeah I think you're 100% correct um, working out and pushing yourself in the gym I absolutely absolutely think it is a cheat code to life Uh, just because if you exert yourself to the max and you in the gym or running or swimming and after that workout you're exhausted but you you sit back and ask yourself how how did I do that how did I push myself for those extra five minutes or those extra 10 minutes I I wasn't able to do that before and pushing yourself a little bit harder or a little little bit past your your limits it gives you that confidence 
It gives you an edge that some people might not have. And, and that confidence could roll over into so many things of your life, whether it's just your daily work or talking publicly. Last year, I hated public speaking. Uh, it was the thing I hated the most. I would stutter. I would um, be afraid to talk. I would start sweating profusely. And um, now I just force myself for one minute to talk to people. Like, I don't care like if it comes out bad or comes out good. But what I know I did is I forced myself to, to speak that day, even though I didn't want to. So it really just rolls over. Pushing yourself in the gym really rolls over into your daily lives, no, no matter what it is. So um, I think it's, I think working out is the cheat code to life. So that's my, my little spiel there. Yeah, no. And I guess when you say about pushing past, past limits or testing those limits like the limit is so different for everybody isn't it so I'm guessing like if I asked you about what advice you give to people that are feeling either at rock bottom or just not satisfied with their life I mean the answer isn't well you've got to go and get world records or get do pull-up challenges like it's finding what works for you I guess but yeah what advice would you give to people that are in that that situation so what really helped me uh, last year when I wanted, decided to, to lose some weight and get into better shape, what really helped me was I went to the gym and I just picked a time. Okay, 30 minutes. I'm going to be on the bicycle for 30 minutes straight and that's it. Uh I'll just, I just want to be in the gym. I just want to move for 30 minutes straight. And if I could do that, I'll be happy with myself. So that's what I kept doing. I'd go to the gym. I would just pick a time frame. be like, okay, today I just want to do 10 minutes on the treadmill. And if I could finish 10 minutes on the treadmill, then, hey, like I set out a goal for myself and I accomplished it and I feel a lot better. So what I recommend for people to do is go to the gym, pick a time, whatever time, and just work out for as hard as you can or push yourself for that X amount of time. And once that timer is done, I bet you'll feel a lot better about yourself. And if you just keep doing that over and over for enough days, You'll start to see results. You'll start to feel a lot happier about yourself. And uh, you'll slowly see that flow into your daily life. So, yeah, what helped me was pick a time, do that workout for a certain time, and and then um, just move from that. Yeah, just small steps and something manageable to start with, not feeling like you have to launch into something 
Yeah, no, don't do a thousand pull-ups every day. <laughs> oh my god! What? So why pull-ups? Like, why not go outside running? You've been talking about your amazing beaches, and <laughs> we're talking about the national parks. Like, you do know you don't. Well, you can do other things. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, that was a good question because uh, last year I was actually studying to become a CPA, a certified public accountant. So I, I spent 500 hours studying to become a certified public accountant. But on top of that, I was also working out in the gym every day. Um, So when I was studying, I put all this hours into studying for this certificate. And I asked myself, do you really want to like pursue this career in, in accounting? Like, I'm very grateful for my job, but I felt like I could do something a little bit different and something a little bit more. So then I started researching world records and the thought of a world record excited me. And um, I was like, man, this is really cool. It'd be really cool to attempt something like this and push myself towards a goal like this. So I started researching long-term records and I realized that there, there's only a current record for most push-ups in a year and there wasn't one for pull-ups. Um, so I couldn't really comprehend why is there a, a long-term record for push-ups, but no one's ever attempted a long-term record for pull-ups. So then I started doing my research, uh, reached out to a whole bunch of record companies and realized that this record's never been set before. So I was like, huh, well, if it's never been set before, has no one ever done it? Let's give it a shot and see what I could do. And that's kind of where my pull-up journey has started. I started. <laughs> so actually you're setting the record. You haven't got a number to chase then. Um, yeah, it's- Wow, that's even harder for motivation, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, if you stop now, I'm not very motivated. Stop now, you've got the record, haven't you? (laughs) Just do one more a day. (laughs) Okay, wow, that's really good. So if you just pick this as this is challenging, I don't think anybody's going to break this for a bit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was really motivated. I've actually reached out to the person who has the the record for most pushups in a year and uh, I have a good relationship with him and it was really cool to just pick his brain and ask him about his journey and and uh, it really just motivated me to kind of just take something on like he did and try to set a world record even if I fail like as long as I tried and gave it my all then I'll be happy with that. Yeah, you've got other reasons for doing it anyway, haven't you? So yeah. it feels like they've already been successful, even if you couldn't couldn't carry on. But I was just wondering when you were talking about speaking to somebody that had the push-up records, like one thing, I mean, I got into running just because it was um, just from the place that I was in and the stress and bereavements that I had. It, it was really good as a solo thing. But what I wasn't expecting was all the connections that I made. I mean, I met my husband, I've 
work with brands and just had it opened up so many connections and a whole community that I wasn't expecting at all and I just wondered if that was something that you'd come across or are you just on your own too much for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, great question. Yeah, when I started this journey, I had no idea that there was an entire pull-up community. Oh, is that? I didn't uh, know that. I'm, yeah. I'm not in it. <laughs> I, didn't know, I had no idea. So then, um, like, after a month, when I got my first world record, I just started – uh, getting a whole bunch of messages from people who are c- currently training for the 24-hour record. And and I've learned just so much from the community, uh, just little things like, like wrapping my hands or different tape I should use or uh, uh, like different ways I could mix up my intervals or sets. So... I've learned so much from the community and then I feel like the community has learned a lot from me as well because they're like, man, who's this guy doing a thousand pull-ups a day, no rest days. Like, is that even possible? Like let's reach out to him for advice. And uh, yeah, now I'm starting to become like a, a leader in the community where people are like reaching out to me and ask me like what's worked for me, what, what they shouldn't do. And, um, yeah, it's been amazing. I didn't even think that I'd be in a community like this when I started. I thought it'd just kind of just be me doing pull-ups, recording <laughs> myself and see where it goes. Out but to the void. Kind of, <laughs> but I suppose kind of it's funny. it was like one of the things I was thinking when it was when the challenges come to an end. So if it's you've done the year, maybe had that attempt at the 24-hour record. But at some point you're not going to have the be doing pull-ups every day and be doing these challenges. And then it's like, well, what's changed so that you're not going to go back into that previous life. But I guess the community is one thing that stays with you, doesn't it? And, and really helps from that isolated place that you were describing when you deleted social media. Exactly. So, uh, that's actually one thing I think about a lot. Um, because I know this journey isn't going to last forever. I know that there's going to be a time where I'm going to have to give up pull-ups and like <laughs> have a normal life again. <laughs> but um, I always think about like the next step, like after the world, after the year journey is up, I want to go after the 24 hour record. And then I ask myself, what do you, well, what do you want to do if you accomplish all your goals and all your records? What's after that? I do want to become a like personal trainer or a life coach where I could give people advice one-on-one or help them out individually. I feel like uh, I could start developing myself as a trainer and have one-on-one sessions with people or have uh, in-person sessions and just continue to develop on the community that I'm slowly building. But I think it's a must, 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 must for anyone who has a goal and uh, they're coming close to achieving that goal or they got to think, okay, what's next? So they don't fall into another cycle of depression or um, being stuck 
So you always got to think ahead, plan ahead, or even just have an ideas of what you could do to for your future. Because yeah. uh, I never did that, and I definitely struggled with that in the past, where I didn't look forward into the future. Um, because if you don't do that, then you're kind of just standing still. Yeah, and and just one thing that comes up a bit on this podcast is that although we talk about like having goals and having that plan in life and and using resilience to get there, there's also a lot of the time we're talking about challenges or changes that we haven't chosen that just happen as we're going along life. I mean, do you feel like the discipline and the time that you've spent doing these challenges are preparing you in some way for the rest of whatever life throws at you? Definitely. Um, I think, I think that is a hundred percent true just because I, uh, this year, I mean, I wake up every day and I automatically throw a huge obstacle on my plate willingly so I know um, since I'm doing this on a daily basis, I'm willingly pushing myself to the limits. I know that it, it's definitely going to prepare me for what life throws at me in the, in the future. I know you can't always be prepared for what life throws at you, but at least I know that I could be a little bit more prepared than the next person just because I have that mental space and and uh resilience that i've just developed through working out yeah that was going to be my last question like what's the the biggest thing about resilience that you've learned doing this challenge but maybe that's that's what you have just answered i think the biggest thing about resilience is realizing that you will face obstacles with with the goals that you are trying to achieve and uh, know that before you go into your goals or know that before going into pursuing your goals and when those obstacles do hit resilience is when you persevere, you take the obstacles and you adapt and push forward. So that's kind of what my definition of resiliences. Jordan, thank you so much. <laughs> it's been really interesting to talk to you. I love getting different perspectives and well done on turning such a difficult period of your life into such a positive and being there inspiring and raising money for others too. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking to you. I, I felt I felt very comfortable talking to you and uh yeah, I'd love to do it again. I would love I love to hear your podcast online and and uh you're doing an amazing job and just keep it up and Thank I you love so that. much. We'll have to come back and see how you get on at the end of the year and if you've had any more insights into yeah, putting yourself through this. I would totally love to do a part two on this. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Resilience Rising podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please do help 
people find us by hitting subscribe, leaving a review or sharing us with others. Thank you so much and see you next time on the Resilience Rising podcast.